Let me just tell you, boys. It's great. Oh, please, Dave. Tell me how good it was. It's outrageous. Have a look at him. Just have a look at him. He's a superstar. I'm assuming he's trained him. He's playing footy. He's trained. It's damaging, Jeeves. It's damaging disposal. It is. I love it. It is. Love it. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swatties. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast in the studio to review the outstanding win against the D's at the G Saturday night. No preview this week as it is the bye weekend for the Swannies, but I'm joined as always by Mads and returning veteran now, Noah Hayden. How are we boys after that one? How are we? Oh, oh. Out, lads. It's in an incredible week to be a Swan supporter. Would it, would, would it be fair to say, Mads, that most Swannies supporters have a bit, little bit of a pep in their step. Oh, you, you, my my walk has a certain swagger about it at the best of times, Dable. The arms are really coming back to, to serious lengths at the moment. I've, I've definitely got I actually did see step. that during the week. The lovely Beck put up a story of you, mate, obviously yes. catching up for a nice romantic lunch <laughs> or something like that in the city, mate. And you had the suit on, you had the swagger. And this yeah. is pre-Swans win, mate. So yeah. I, I hate to see no, what it was like. I knew, uh, I knew, mate, because do you know why? We were manifesting it. Did I it knew we were going to win. Faithful, faithful, did we not manifest the fuck out of that? It Just was quietly, a week in the building. Well, we've been talking about it for weeks. We've had this game earmarked, Debs. Penciled in our diaries. Melbourne have shown that they are the top team of the comp, and we knew we were a sniff this week. We're always a sniff, Noah. That's always. the thing. That's always. the thing about being a blood supporter. You always just know we're a bloody sniff, lads. And and, and let's get, get on to the game. It's sort of... Everyone was sort well, of saying, on. oh, it's another slow start. Hold on, Debo. Well, yeah, Let's well, really set the scene. Set the scene. Okay. Yeah, right. I'll let you set the scene this week. So we... <clears throat> beautiful. That's what I wanted, Yeah, Dable. exactly. Now I've got to think of something to say. No, Over to you, mate. Um, <laughs> so we, we met at about five o'clock at the corner hotel. Ooh, a yeah. few, of the, few of the faithful came down. Noah came down. I was there. His lovely partner, Nikita, came down. and uh, brother, she, brother Samuel. Brother Samuel, of course. And she gave us the, uh, the, the true uh, feelings of Noah Hayden during the week uh, about how he thought he went on the pod and he was pretty bloody chuffed. Yeah, I think he was pretty... He actually, did you have your autograph book there? I... <laughs> And no one asked. I was surprised. I was ready. I had the I had the um the sharpie in my pocket, ready to go. Um, but it was good. It sort of twenty or thirty of the faithful came down. It was great. I said on Sunday, if you come to these things, and we're going to keep doing them more and more because we love doing it. If you come to these things, make yourself known because uh, I know not as everyone is as confident as as Debs is, but uh, <laughs> but but come over and say hello because that was really good. Had Scalesy down there, had Sam, had a few Hopsy got Hopsy down. got down with his brother and his and his partner. It was it was fantastic. We had we had uh, Eduardo Ringo. Eduardo Ringo tuned in. It's nice to meet him properly. Not even his bloody name. Eduardo. But that's what we've that's been a, calling that's what him. We go with. Um which is which is bloody hilarious. Um we, it was just so good. 
It was so good. And we marched to the MCG. We did. We took the edge off. I was a little bit ner- always get a bit nervous on his games because you just care so much and you want the boys to perform. But we took the edge off, marched into the G. You know what? There we, were a we, lot of red and white around, dudes. There, were, there, always, there was heaps at the corner, and that was good signs early. And then, you know, we parted ways. So, you know, the half the faithful went around to the right to the MCC. It must be nice over there, boys. Yeah. And then the other half was sort of headed AFL member side. It was nice over there too. Don't get me wrong. But uh, and then, yeah, the game got cracking, didn't it, lads? Unbloody believable. Yeah. What were us. you thinking, Noah, in... Oh, well, sorry. You didn't watch the game. Didn't watch the game. Oh, Have yeah. you watched the replay, though? What were you thinking after the first quarter? Uh, first quarter, I'm trying to think of how we sort of went. Oh, it was. It's five all goal, a bit of a blur. Five I did goals, watch the replay. one to one goal, five. We're down five by go- four goals. Yes, yes, no. Um, but we did have quite a few scoring shots, didn't we? It wasn't for you know a lack of winning it through the midfield. Yep. Um, where we've got the scoring shots, Melbourne are just converting. Um, and we weren't. And so I, I didn't feel as down as I, I might have. You know, I could have been with the scoreboard the way it was. In previous weeks, with us not starting well, right, it was us getting run over in the midfield. It wasn't getting our hands on the ball, not being in the contest. But we were in that up to our eyeballs the whole time. I wasn't concerned about our effort. I wasn't concerned about finding the ball. Yeah, they probably had a little bit more of it, but there there wasn't concerns for me there. For the first probably five minutes... I was a little bit concerned because we literally didn't think, touch oh, the ball. The two first goals, yep. yes, absolutely. I was, I was like, oh, this could be a problem. Is this one of our famous slow starts? But we worked our way into yeah. it. I think that's what's been really impressive for mine, Debo. For yours, Matt. Um, this year is that we're able to work into games. And these aren't, you know, I'm not talking about the veterans, Noah. The veterans can do that all day long. I'm talking about your Robottoms. I'm talking about your Chad Warners that just really work themselves into the game. And that's probably something I want to highlight first and foremost. When I saw Robottom roll on over to uh, Clayton Oliver... I felt really comfortable with that, Debs. Yeah, and I like the way that the boys, the, well, the coaches' box went about that because the the way it went was Rowie went to him at contest and then sort of let him go around the ground and he could have his cheapies out on that because he he's not as effective um, as he is, like you know, winning that hard contested ball. That that's what kills you on the inside. But and Clary's always going to get his you know twenty five thirty touches, whatever he gets. But he wasn't. Overly influential in that game. Wasn't damaging disposal, Dave. Wasn't damaging On disposal. On Robottom, lads, I was. I felt that throughout the early stages of the season, as a fan of the podcast, you were letting Robottom away a bit easy. I didn't feel like he was having as much of an impact as I'd like to see and as we have seen in the past. But the way he played on Saturday night was just unreal and was absolutely essential for our win. He, he just had his moments on, on Saturday where it was, you know, who, who's this guy, you know, you know, bursting through a tackle, getting the clearance and just earning that hard ball. It was, yeah, he, he just had his moments, I, I feel, on, on Saturday night, Mads. And he won his own footy too, yeah. right? So if you're playing that hard tag, negating George Hewitt-like role, you, you, you don't, you're not expected to really, you know, get get the ball yourself. He had 10 tackles, uh, sorry, he had eight tackles, right? It's unreal. And, and he was instrumental in, in some scoring plays, right? He he delivered the ball to Sam Reid a couple of times. He's just tough as nails and he's really clean with he's become clean again with the footy. You know in twenty twenty he was super clean oh, yeah. and he wasn't as clean twenty twenty one. He's he's back there now. He's found that form again. Yeah, for sure. But look I think the way 
we sort of worked our way into this game and, you know, played a sensational second quarter, lads, was just the, the pressure, the tackling pressure, the inferred pressure. Melbourne were over-possessing the ball because of our pressure. And, that, and that's what that's what turned the game and got it in our favour, really pegging back that lead in the second. Where our, our pressure index was insane. I'll bring this up early, Debs and Noah, because I don't want to harp on about it, but I did listen to the debrief last night just Ooh. to understand. Ouch. I did, did just want to understand sort of how they thought about it. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers are with you, Matt. Well, I'm, I mean, we can play a piece of audio. There was a piece of audio that I earmarked last night where they were basically saying, all due respect to Sydney, they lost it. We didn't really win it uh, by the by virtue of their uh, sloppy inside 50s. And I had to, you know, contain myself in bed to not scream out it was because of our pressure. pressure. Oh, my have God. A lo- Absolutely. Have look at the stats. At it. Have a look at the tackle numbers. No, they, they are under the impression that they were just a bit off going forward and they couldn't hit a target. I said, that is so... So wrong. So wrong. So wrong. When you win a tackle count by 22, 75 to 53, the tackle count, and you win the game with more tackles, that's where you lost it, mate. Yeah. You didn't lose that because you were bombing the ball. You had Max Gorn clunking it. The best player on the ground by so, so far. Domination. 28 posies, 10 plus marks, three goals, whatever you kicked. Still didn't win the game. Yeah. You bombing Bruce free footy. You table. bombing it. That is absolute crap, Mads. Yeah. I cannot believe that. Have a listen to it. Oh my it's god. Berserk. Oh I don't my think god. I and I think I'll be clipping this up and sending it through to the debrief. Because that is a joke. Have a look at the stats. It's right in front of you. It was like after the game, they've they've blamed, you know, the the two umpiring decisions. Like they're fucking there. It's as clear they're as they're there all day. Clear as day. Don't make the mistakes. Thirty nine hit outs to twenty to our to our twenty as well. That's right? that's a good point. And still lost the clearances. So, uh, and they and they still lost the clearances. This yeah. is where winning the footy. This is what I'm talking about with Rowbottom, Chad Warner, these guys in and under. Luke Parker didn't have as many touches, but he's winning the ball. And if we're winning the ball, what the hit outs matter? Yeah, that's and delusional. Hundred absolutely that's so delusional, funny. Dable. Oh, that is so funny. Absolutely delusional. Um you make a good point. Peter Laddams. Yeah. Thought he was fantastic. Yeah. Thought he was fantastic. Oh, look, if your player's getting off the chain like that, I can't think... I, I'm not going to go with fantastic. It's a serviceable He game. had five clearances. Yeah. Five it's, clearances it's, is it's terrific. Not, it's, it's not about... It's it's his work that he does after the ball is bounced. Yeah. And mm. also, the other part... This is the thing. There's, there's been conjecture about him this week. Mm. He was going back and helping in defence, and I thought he was fantastic helping in the in yeah. D fifty. Yeah, you're not questioning work rate with him. Yeah, you know he competes. Um, it's it's Max Gorn, right? Yeah, it's it's like, yeah, but mm. when your opposition's not doing that, it's not a fantastic game. No, 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 agreed, agreed. Yeah. But I'm saying he's building. Yeah, he's building. yeah, hundred oh, percent. And I think he's going to get the job done. And you know, when Hick comes back into the side. You know, there's going to be some players who are going to be real stiff to miss out. Miss out. Um, it's a good problem to have. It is a oh, good yeah. problem to have. And, you know, whether we do play the two racks, you, you know, we might even sort of, he might be the one to make way at some stage sort of moving forward in the year. But yep. Hard to say, I would have thought, but like you know, because you know, he's only he's had thirteen touches, which doesn't seem like much. But I felt the same way, Mads. Um, watching him play, I felt felt comfortable, confident with him. Even though Gorn got off the chain, he is still taking on Gorn. You know, with Sam Reid, Sam Reid's had a great game, more up forward. But Laddams is going head to head with both Gorn and Jackson, and I thought Jackson it's a hard didn't do task. much. I'm I'm gonna slightly disagree with you boys because I thought Laddams had a few moments in the game where his his hands weren't clean. 
and he sort of fumbled a bit where you had to be clean. There was one up forward where he dropped a mark he should have taken, and there was one where he really should have got a clean ball, clean, clean handball off. Um, I, I, I'm, He's a ruckman. You he, cop that. 100%. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, I, I agree with, like, the competing mm. type thing. But I, he's, there's definitely room for improvement. Of course, he's yeah. not, we're not saying he's perfect. No, I'm not saying that I um, think, yeah. But I, I think you're coming up against the the most damaging ruck duo in the competition. Yeah. And I thought, he, I, thought he, I thought he did. He, he did. held his own. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, and not, yeah. saying he, I'm not saying he, he yeah, well, halved the contest, yeah. but he held his own. No, I've just... Just pegged you back nicely from fantastic game. But that's all right. That's all right. We even it out. We even it out. Uh, it's good to see that Jackson didn't do as much, though. He's a young guy who's yeah. really showing the league that he's the next big thing, and he didn't have much of an impact. You know, credit to our midfielders as well, bringing him down whenever he got the ball. But, um, you know, I thought Laddams did a good job on him as well. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there, Deeps. Yeah. Maybe not perfect. We'd like better, but yeah. it is Max Gorn. What, well, yeah, what, what, I, what I mean is it, it elevates his performance to what I think is fantastic to go up against those two because that there's no better ruck duo in the competition. Sure. And this is a guy who's, let's face it, learning. That's it. Now, boys. Let's hear it. This man deserves the biggest build-up of all time. He has been invited to the party. Is that that many invites? That many times. Caught up I've in the mail lost system, bloody I think. count. It's been lost at Australian Post over Christmas. It hasn't arrived. He's gotten them all at once, maybe. But I tell you what, I think I think you're right. They all arrived on Saturday night in Sam Reed, boys. Oh, jeez, I've gotten the invitation. I'm rocking up. <laughs> Didn't he come to the party? That, that was insane. That, that's probably... I, I can't... He's kicked five, six goals a couple of times, but this was a dominant aerial performance. He was great in the air, clunking marks, kicking goals, taking opportunities. He, it was the, the complete game. The complete game. It's what we've been begging for. And it's form that we haven't seen since 2012. Yeah, that's nine years ago. It's Ten years ago. insane. He's been in the wilderness. He's been in the form wilderness, table. The thing is... <coughs> pardon me. He just worked and worked and worked. Ten tackles. tackles. Insane. From a tall forward, Noah. Yeah, I love it. you got to be bloody kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> Ten tackles. So good. Unreal. The team thing, really. It, a, that what, is a blood's footy. Oh, yes. I, I'll put my hand up and, and say I did not think he was capable of that type no, of thing. No, God no. I didn't think he was capable of kicking more than two goals. I'm going to go the other way. I've been waiting for it. I knew it had come. I knew it had come. Spare oh. me. Spare <laughs> me. Come on, the bloke didn't have a contract at the end of last year, but they, this doesn't let... Sammy Reid off scot-free for the rest of the year either. Absolutely yeah. not. Like this, no. this, we need the consistency out of him. If you play like that, you play every week. Your, your position in the side does not come under any type of question if you're even performing to sort of half, 75% of that. Yeah. Right? The effort, right? Everything and execution, you play in that footy side. But we've got to see it more consistently. If you're kicking three goals, you're never losing your, your spot. Never. Yeah. And if you're tackling, if you're if you're keeping on that forward pressure, because I think that's what he's lacked in the past, right? Yeah. If you're keeping that forward pressure on when the when the ball's in our forward line and you're kicking three goals, you don't have to worry about your spot. You're yeah. right, you're rightly so, Debs. Um, there has been a lot of, you know, where are the Sam Reid haters now, and I, I got to tell you, until until he strings a couple of these performances together, I, I'm still. I'm still, still it's still boat. worrying. That's yeah. reasonable, right? reasonable for sure. Um, because 
let's face it, as we said, it's been nine years. 100%. Yeah. We need it to happen. If we want to be successful, it needs to be happening regularly. Yeah. Um, I just, I thought I saw confidence out there of was. There was so much confidence. It's, confidence. it's just something so we haven't much. seen in ages. No, Noah, and he wasn't running under the ball, man. <laughs> he, he was hitting the contest. This year, he's got these big, long arms. And when he gets it at the peak, yeah, cannot stop that. And he, he was just judging the ball. I don't know what happened. But Committing the whole body so, to something, the contest. I something clicked and it just all came together. It was fantastic. Now... Lads, a couple of players who, on the stat sheet, haven't had their best games, but I thought they were so influential, this is J-Mac and Oflo. I totally agree. Oflo put his body on the line on the that line. many times. I've heard this as well, that you know some people complaining he's not getting enough touches and you know that's his role or whatever, but I just, this year, it's um, different to different, to, sorry, other years um, with Oflo. And that is that it's he's really impacting the game. His his disposal is damaging balls. Damaging, damaging disposal. disposal. Yeah, absolutely. And and McInerney as well. Like you know, he's felt a bit quiet. And and he, I guess, was on the weekend. Not everyone can come away with you know twenty plus touches. But no but one did. No felt... one did on the weekend. Exactly mate. right. We, we've had two players above twenty disposals. We've got Jake Lloyd with twenty two, Millsy with twenty six. Everyone that look. What's that? 70% of the side is between 19 and 10 touches. Do you know it's what unreal. that says to me, Dable? It's a team performance. No passengers. A None. full blood's effort. Mm. None. It, it was absolutely massive. And I just feel like J-Mac had, he, had his time, like had his moments. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, broke a line or, you know, got around a player and then hit a it was, target. It was more when he'd get the kick on the boundary, like mm. sort of on half back. And then he just... And he'd just, just, just start to go a little bit and he'd... he'd just burn the person chasing him and then get an inside 50 or, or cut back into the middle. I'll tell you who else I liked who didn't light the stat sheet up, Debs. Yeah. Robbie Fox. Yeah. Solid. Had a good chat to Foxy at Electric. Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> he, um, I, again, another guy really comfortable when he's got the footy. 100%, mate. 100%. But... It was just, oh, boys, like we sort of, third quarter, we get, get into the sort of the third quarter now. Um, Melbourne, probably on top, kicked a couple of goals, but we, we just stuck with them. They sort of got their game going a little bit, uh, you know, that made the ground look big, but we just managed to stick in there. Never let them out of sight. Never let them out. And that's where sort of, I think, you know, Gorney's domination around the ground really started to show, and, but we just stuck in it. We, they never got out by more than sort of two or three goals. Absolutely, um, it's and that's what we've been able to do. With we talked about that with Richmond, we we were probably at one point a goal away from the game being over. Being over, yeah. But we just hung in there, and that's what we do. That's what we do as Swans. We hang in there, and and just when the moment comes, we've got to fight back on it. Yeah. You know, hundred percent. Love and it. I, I thought Blakey coming out of the back line is just <sighs> reliable now. Phenomenal. It's unreal. Just reliable. You know who else I really liked? Happy to say it, Lloyd. Yeah, 100%, mate. He's, uh, that's been building the last three weeks, man. So I'm telling you now. Yeah, yeah he's, that's he's, for sure. He's really turned, yeah. turned. And same with Ramps, man. Look good yeah. one-on-one. Not losing those contests like he was. Not giving away free kicks mm. like he was. Tommy, you know, got caught on Gorn a couple of times. Yeah. And you get worried and you give away that free kick. Yeah, I, I, I personally don't mind that. You yeah. know, he's like way bigger than him, right? But, you know, when they kicked that goal at the, the start of the last quarter or whatever, I was like, Jesus, boys, it's tough from here. 13 points, mm. reigning premiers on their home deck. I tell you what, not many sides stand up. No. Not many st- stand up. But That's I- why it was such a famous victory because... 
That is so hard to do. To peg that back on the night that it was, you know, it wasn't a high-scoring game. No. To be able to peg, you know, those back and then put on two more. It was just bloody phenomenal. I was up and about in the MCC. Please, I... Talk about invitations to parties. Uh, you know, from time to time, they do go out at three-quarter time. Late invitations. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. I'll tell you who came to the party in the last quarter. Let's hear it. Our man, Errol Goulden. Clutch. Unreal. Clutch Goulden. Had eight, he had nine touches up until three-quarter time. Had eight kicks in the last quarter. 100% effectiveness. And slotted the goal from, from the junction. They are some sharp stats. Yeah. That's... Um, that... That kick that he had, oh. was it a free kick? I don't know. For for mine, it was it was kind of there. Yeah, so, but this is the thing, and I I said it. We'd have that paid against us every oh, day of the week. I said it to the, the Melbourne supporter behind me, who we were sort of chatting the whole game. Really nice conversations yeah. compared to the the week before with the, the Colts. <laughs> yeah, supporters. right. But I said this is the thing with the modern game. It's if you throw your hands out, you get the free kick. It's like, that. I don't know whether the umpires just see it. And it's like, yeah, he grabbed him, but it was soft as. Soft as. So yeah, there wasn't much. Yeah. There wasn't much in but it. There, but there. But we'll take it because we've been on the wrong end of it that wrong many end times. Of so many yeah. times. But that kick that was kick, phenomenal. I said, I said, if anyone on the ground is going to kick it, it's this kid. It was on I said, his, mate, he's right, his correct side. I said, he's 19. He's going to go back. He's got ice in his veins, and he's just going to go bang, and it went through, and that's when... You know, Dave's got pretty boisterous. We've hit the front in the last quarter. There's six minutes to go or something like that. And we were well on our way, boys. With a kick we like well that, though, with a kick like that from Goulden, you forget about the free. It doesn't yeah. sketch you or not, he's earned that. Yeah, absolutely. Gutsy effort. Noah, what did you think about Tom Papley? Uh, Tom Papley. Um, he's had, what was I think it was nine touches. So 11 touches. 11 touches. So not many, but... Two goals, and in a low-scoring game, that is so crucial. That one at the end, the sealer, which actually I've heard a lot of people complaining about as well, but I'm actually that for was, it. That was there. So in so the back. He's in the back. And yeah, look, Papley's, you know, he jumps for it. He, give, he gives a little bit, but like he, Ed Langdon's leaned straight in his back. My first shot of it was like, oh, I don't know, that does look a bit sketchy, but you get the side on, he's fallen right into his back, and, and he's he slotted back. a brilliant goal it was- in clutch. It was professional. It. it was professional. Really well fo- thought through. Yeah. You know, you could see him took the deep breaths, went back, practices that at training, and fucking executed. Yeah, that's why. And Matt, that's what. How good was the the one with Paps over the back in the second or the third as well? Oh yeah, I think that could have even been in the second. Just smart body work. Use of the body took the opportunity. That's what Paps does, and that's why we love him. That's why he's one of the, you know the best small forwards in the game. Hundred percent. Now that brings me. To the boy from Western Australia. We've been waiting for it. Who just keeps a, going. He's built, uh, from dare I Australia. say it? Or tsunami. Tsunami. There it is. He's building, mate. There, there's it's, no doubt. There's a wall of wall of big Logan just hurtling towards us, D-Ball. Yeah. Mate. He's just building. I nearly thought you were talking about Chad Warner. There. I was I was with you, but I'm okay with Logan as well. Same. No, they've got similar same. stats even, you know? They're the same. But, no, mate, Logan's game, man. So big. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And what about the, that snap? You probably had a better view of I that did. than I did. Yeah. What, what did you think? Well, the, he the sort of half kicked he, it. He's... He's half celebrated too. Yeah, that yeah. one. Did, did that look a goal from where you were? Is it, did it hit the post? No, nah, nah. I think he kicked it that high. It could have been like. But he had two over. of those same kicks, yeah, right? Kicked one. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, one yeah. Was called a point. He did. He was on the ground he celebrating. Celebrated. I was it like, looked, 
because I was on the I'm on the angle yeah. behind him, like behind uh, to his back. It looked looked like a goal to me. I yeah. sort of I think I semi celebrated. Yeah, but he had <laughs> but he had um, he had one from the same which he kicked. Another gutsy performance. So Unreal. And, and you know the the biggest thing for me, the Carlton game, it was in the air. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, absolutely. C- contested yes. marks, reading to, leading to the right pattern, all that type of stuff. Yep. On the weekend, he's had five marks. On the weekend, it's a different performance. Different ground, picking it up. Second. Second efforts, third efforts, work rate. Just the it shows that His he can be the complete huge man, huge Massive. footy now. It, it was so good, and geez, he's going to be some some sort of player. Now I don't know if we're going to touch on this a bit later, but it, it so to me that kind of brings up that you know when you know with Buddy right where that fits in, he's a much better mark than Buddy. Yeah, but Buddy's you know obviously his Buddy. Draw, Buddy we will we will get ball. we yeah. will get to that. Um, and it's a it's a very good question, hence why I asked it today. Um, but the other Western Australian boy, yeah. poor, Bill one we've been waiting poor. for. I, I'm telling you, he's going to fucking explode, and he's going to have back to back buddy best on ground performances. Brownlows, absolutely. No, I get that, that's coming, mate. It, the way he plays, he had, he's had 19 on the weekend. You would have sworn he had 25 plus. Yeah, just every time you see him. He's doing something that impacts the game. He's a hybrid mid Deeble. There's nothing cheap about what he does. Nah. He's effective. He just like gets the ball going forward. He breaks lines. He is that good, mate. He could play footy. He could play footy in the eighties. He could comfortably, comfortably slide into the eighties. I tell you what doesn't get spoken about with him mainstream media. Anything. His pace. His pace is unreal. He well, that's why he's a hybrid, right? He can play that in and under yeah. and burn you on the outside. Like a, I saw him burn off Clary Oliver. Like he, Clary had the sort of the the run on him, and he just burnt away from him out of contest. Could not go with him, and mate, he's just way so exciting. He's that. I think he he's the one I'm most excited about. I think so too. Yeah, he, I think he's got the most potential at the moment. Yeah, he's a weapon, absolute absolute weapon. weapon. And, and I thought. Haynes was pretty good on the weekend too. Yeah, look, everyone was, but Haynes was a, sort of really played up that half forward role. You know, he's had eight inside fifties, eight grabs, kicked the goal, missed a couple as well. Um, that's sort of what's gone off the last couple of weeks. Um, that's still an issue, yeah. isn't it? Like it's he funny, could have had he, nineteen touches and three goals. That he started the season with fourteen straight Noah, and it's gone to shit after that. Yeah, um, what's happened? It, it's I'm pretty, not, pretty strange, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, but. Look, he, he he's going to put it together come finals. Of course time. he is. He's, it's mm. going to come together. This is the thing. And we're not relying on him either. We've just beaten, you know, the, the reigning premiers. And Heaney's had a, an okay game. An okay game. Yeah. yeah. Could have been better, but, it, like, happy he was More there. More than serviceable. And then the Rolls-Royce just does what the Rolls-Royce does. The most well-rounded midfielder in the competition. The, he's the one of the only midfielders who is so in and under like he is. Ten tackles, had the twenty-six, and just so effective by foot. That's that's so interesting. I'm just having a look here. Rowbottom, eight tackles. Sam Reed, ten tackles. Luke Parker, nine tackles. Chad Warner, five. Callum Mills, ten. Will Haywood, six. That's okay. Tom McCartan, seven. Yet oh. no, yet yet no. Melbourne lost that game. Melbourne lost that game, Mads. Yeah. Fucking have a look at the stat. That's fucking moronic. Moronic from the debrief. Calling you out. That's shocking. Have like have a look I'd at you were at the game. Yeah, watch you. the game. If you didn't think our pressure was fucking insane, then you're off your head. You're, Absolutely. You're delusional. 
yeah, yeah, look, the D's are going to lose games, and I'm not bagging the D's, but that is such a stupid thing to say. We can actually say that. that. We can say that as well as Swan supporters who have watched us play badly and seen that how we've played when we've played badly is the complete opposite to how we played on Saturday night when it comes to that pressure. Like, it was so different. We were winning the ball. We were dragging blokes down. And it's just, when we're losing, it's just... That's that's not what we're bringing, and and it it's so so contrasted. That it's like, oh f- fuck you, debris. <laughs> and that's not where it ends, boys, buddy. There was pl- there's plenty more positives to come out of that. I, I want to talk about how much the the back six have turned it around the last two weeks. It's like night and day, Debo. Yeah, it's like night and day. They were the most concerning part of our team. Hundred percent. And now I'm back to feeling completely comfortable. I yeah. think a big part of that, though, is the midfield pressure as well. When the midfield's putting pressure on their midfielders, it's going to create loose kicks, turnovers yeah. in the back line. And this is the, the bombing into the forward 50 because yeah. they're under so much pressure. And yeah. that's what may have happened on the weekend. But look, and, and that's a, that's what the midfield creates, is a shitty entries in, inside 50. And that's where Paddy McCartan got to be top five intercept player in the competition. You know, Ramsey's back to his ways. And it's just all starting to come together in that back six. And um, they, they just absorb so well, especially the start of that last quarter when they sort of had a bit peppering. of momentum. They, they were peppering. They were peppering. The back six stood up, got it done. Absolutely. And, and that's what we've come to expect from him. And that's just like, you know, having a new guy there, Paddy. And, you know, to- Tommy's probably a little bit out of sorts the last last couple of weeks. But you, you, he took a couple of big grabs too, which just, you know, reassures that he's there. But super confident with what they're doing back I, there. I loved the amount of time that Florence spent back there, though. Yeah. As good well. to see. It's but a change that they've made. That, that and, intercept yeah. mark he took was huge. Massive. Huge. Game-changing. Yeah. And then and just... Dare I say, season-defining. Season-defining. And just, uh, I love him by foot, too. He makes good decisions coming out, and he sort of gains that little bit of territory as well. It's not just a, a stand kick down the line, you know. Definitely. He's, he's got the ability to, you know, move the ball laterally. Impactful kicks. Absolutely, yep. It's something think... he's added as well, though. Oh, you know, totally. He, he hasn't had it in the past. No, he's, he's evolved. got it now. And yeah. It, oh, it's good to see. Yeah. Bloody <laughs> Um... <laughs> Nick Blakey yeah. is... Your man. Well, he's my man, and I think he's the most important, like, un- unheralded in this regard. I think he's the most important player in the back line because he provides that link to attack. Well, right? the, the the way we play and the way we run and gun and, you know, try to slice and dice, there are a couple of... Good, there was a kick in the last quarter where there, were, there was literally the diamond. It, it, it's, they set it up in the defense as one two, and then one. And he picked out the Swans player in the middle of that, and that opened up the ground completely. He is phenomenal by foot. Yeah. And whoever that bloke was, I'm sure you're listening, who, you know, took it out on Blakey saying you don't rate him. Have a look at that kick in that last quarter. That's what Nick Blakey is doing consistently. That is why Nick Blakey is taking the kick out. And unfortunately, you're just wrong, man. You're just wrong. Have a look at him. Have a look at him. He's a, he's superstar. a superstar. I didn't know the finest the, touches. Mate, it's, it's just the, the effectiveness, Noah. It, it's unreal. But it's, 89%. But it's damaging. It's 89%. Damaging. Long man, kicks. Big, big numbers, long kicks. Man. Hey, th- he wasn't going at 89% two years ago. It was no not. Way. Absolutely Improved not. Out of sight. It's just, 
You know, sometimes you get these personal vendettas against blokes, but sometimes you just got to look at the stats, and the yeah. stats do tell you a story sometimes. They can. They absolutely yeah. can. Do you know what? His dad moving away from the club has probably helped, I think. Yeah, a little bit less pressure. Uh, I would say a lot less yeah. pressure. Yeah. Hey, imagine... Dad's been around his whole life. Yeah. Now he's um he's off to North, I think now. Yeah, Gone he's at North. North. And um and yeah, he's just opened up a bit. He's moved to the back line as well. He's played everywhere now, midfield. Yeah. Um, I think I've seen him in the ruck once or twice when we were really struggling, struggling. for rucks. Yeah. Um, he's been up forward, obviously, and now he's. I think he have we do we agree? He's found himself in the back line. 100 percent. Spot, yeah. mate. Spot. They they obviously. No, but it's 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 training for the midfield. Yeah. It it just yeah. is. That's yeah. how we did it with Mills. The apprenticeship. The apprenticeship. <laughs> yeah. He's an apprentice. Um, and Mills is the master. Can I say as well that the back six as a whole, I think I was seeing, you know, movement through the back line where we've been a bit sloppy over the past few weeks, maybe earlier in the year as well. But I was seeing on Saturday night similar to like those, you know, 2018, 2017 days when, back, when our back line was loaded with, you know, Grundy, Smith, um, McVeigh, and they would, they would just so comfortably and calmly move the ball around. I was seeing a bit of that on Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, backing themselves in confidence. It's, uh, it's coming together. It's coming together. Amadi, um, what obviously didn't light up the statue, did some, a few good things, Com- a few competitive things. Competitive, yeah, real, real, he's got that, gets to the right spots, not clunking, um, not not holding my judgment, um, but up against it for mine. Definitely up against it. Yeah, it's tough for him at the moment. Yeah. He's um like he's he's coming I, I, to the side. I, I'm sort yeah. of putting out there like in general. I'm not sure whether Armadi will make it. Yeah, early yeah. call, early call. It's, like, it's competitive, isn't it? It is. Well, yeah. this is the thing. This is what we've been talking about, Dable. You've got to give people a consistent run at it because it's very, very hard to come in and out and be effective. Yep. At the, I mean, I know you've got to take your opportunity with both hands. I'm completely cognizant of that. I just think it would add that layer of complexity going from VFL to AFL, VFL to AFL, yep. and perhaps even missing a game every now and again. I know he was a bit injured. It would be so hard to do and to find form immediately because the the gap in skill between the VFL and the AFL is massive. Yeah. Two or three games in a row minimum, I think. Oh, yeah. Just to get it just to get a feel for it. Three games and we do it for Bell. We do it for James Bell. He gets two or three games yeah. at a time, but when it's a Marty or, you know, Logan's Stevens. had a few one off hits, Stevens, yeah. Some other guys, you it's know. Odd. It's... And that, that's the one thing that hasn't made sense the, the whole way going through. Yeah. Um but yeah, look at But what would we know, Dable? Yeah, what would we know? <laughs> We're just a couple of punters on talking about the potty, but <laughs> You know, they were coming up and getting photos with me on Saturday night. So Asking for them. Maybe, maybe I am a big deal. Maybe I am a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> but, boys, look, that was just fantastic to, you know, have a performance like that at the G, Melbourne on their home deck. But it was just a vibe as well. It was. It was basically a Sydney home Sydney game. Sydney home game. More Swannies fans than, than Melbourne fans. And to roll over them, like, in the last quarter like that, couldn't ask for any more. And, boys, I'm still on a high. Still oh. on a high. Can I ask, regretfully not at the game, but did the Swans' presence feel as strong as the Melbourne presence? Stronger. 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 That, yeah. Stronger. You, I could love even, that. you could even hear it on the on the replay. After a Swans goal, it was a lot louder than yeah. when it was a Melbourne goal. You you listen back, that goal that Papley kicked where he pushed off and ran into the open goal. Mammoth. There was a massive roar 
after that. Yeah. It, oh, was, yeah. it was deafening. No, I remember yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. But nah, Boys Bank, four points. Really important one. Gets us uh, two games clear of the eight. Uh, Move to eight and four at the buyer. We have the week off, um, and that should be really good for the boys, and we come out back against Port in a couple of weeks, Matt. Can I just say, if you had any doubt about our football club before that game, please reconsider that because we are in every single contest. There is is no game that we can't win. 100%. And this proves it. The game against Richmond proves it, and this further proves it. Up to our eyeballs in it, boys. Yep. But please, if you follow another club and you're playing the Swans and your boys get up by a few goals at the start of the game... We're fucking used to it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're used to it. This when we're not we're not walking away. We know we're coming back. That's it. And it's a never give up attitude, and we love that from the Bloods. But we'll be back with a with a bumper social seg, and we might chuck in a cheeky game there as well. So uh, we'll be back right after this. Welcome back to True Bloods after a bumper seg one there, boys. Well over the half an hour mark, reviewing that fantastic win. How good was it? I just bloody love it. And I love having the uh, time to be able to do that, Daniel. It is, mate. It's very good. It's very good. But, mate, the voice notes were flowing in Saturday night, Mads. The phone was just buzzing. It was. The the socials have been popping. We've uh, grown grown quite a, a bit this week, which has been good to see. But um, the first one came through, the, the the voice notes, that is, came through from Logan Davis. This is the first one, Saturday night. Boys, how... Fucking good was that. What a win for the club that is. And Sam Reed, Errol, everyone. Oh, unbelievable effort for the boys. Get up and about. That's a huge win for the club. Come on. Come on, boys. You could just hear it in his voice. It's just like it was overwhelming yeah, how it, much, how good it was. It really was. And I feel the same. Yeah. Bloody oath. It was so good. So good. All right, the next one comes from Tom Cowie. Mads, Deebs. Tom. Just got to start it off with, what a fucking win that was, hey? Come down here, rank outsiders against the unbeatable Melbourne Demons, and we put them to the sword after giving them a five-goal start. How good is that? <laughs> um, but it's back of the week this week, it's a pretty simple one, really. Melbourne supporters. How they can only get 32,000 to the G on a Saturday night is beyond me. I mean... That's all they I got. Won the flag last year, boys. Have all the supporters nicked off to Buller already? Like, what's going on? Pretty anyway, much. Up the Swannies, ripping performance, and here's to more of it. Cheers, boys. Yeah, good on you, Tommy. Really good there. The next one comes through, 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 through from Jimmy Dunlop. We love Jimmy. G'day guys, I'm sending through my voice note for the uh, the upcoming potty this week and I just want to start off by saying, fuck me, what a win, how good are we, seriously, Pretty absolutely good. fantastic, I've been, um, yeah, I've absolutely, like my voice is half gone, I know it's, my throat's going to be sore in the morning, I um, I ended up having to, to leave the house to go watch it on my computer and just pull up at a nearby park because I was yelling so much and I was waking up my roommates. <laughs> um, well, that's fine. They can they can deal with that. But, yeah, just want to say an absolute... Oh, it's just 
an absolute privilege to watch them. Like, they were just fantastic. And I'd like to give kudos to Amadi as well. He was, you know, a new included, well, back into the side. And he was just at every contest. And he may not have racked up, you know, a whole heap of numbers and everything, but he was there. He was at every contest. And he absolutely nailed Yeah, you sort of get what he's saying with that. You know, he just competed well. wasn't on the stat sheet. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Three tackles as well with only three touches. So he's he's doing the team thing at the very least. Absolutely. Big. Who have we got? Max. Can, I just, get, can I just jump in with one that wasn't a voice note? This yeah. is from Ryan Coston. Just wanted to... We had a, we had a missed audio call from him at 10.23. Um, just wanted to say, couldn't have been prouder of the boys to keep Melbourne to 61 when, they, when they're trying is an understatement to what we are. Interesting. Keen to see what we can do in September. P.S. I was way too drunk to say that, that verbally up the bloods. I hope this makes the pod. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, it's made the pod. Well done. Well done. <laughs> it's on there. Next one comes from Jackie Cooper. This has come through at quarter past 12. So we're, we're starting to get into the good stuff, I reckon. Yeah, deep night. Hey, boys. Um, great win last night, but I have just been keeping an eye out on the betting markets and I've got a few odds to share with you and the family uh, that might pique your interest. So first up, uh, the Swans to make the top four, that's down to $2.50, getting pretty short there, so we're right back in it. Um, next here, uh, oh, uh, Sam Reed to sign another contract. That was at a million to one yesterday, but uh, come into almost a dead set certainty now. So I'm sure that'll make Mads and Deeps very happy. Um, oh. And uh, lastly, the chances of the AFL media machine actually talking about the Swannies after we played the best game of the season and beat the best team in the league. Still a 0% chance of that happening. <laughs> Surprise. Well, they can all get stuffed. Up the Swannies. Oh, Jackie, that was really good. Thoroughly Very good stuff. That. Good content. Good footy yeah, content. Absolutely. Love some good footy content, boys. Ethan normally gets one through. Not one through this week. Big Phil said he's up and about. He's fucking buzzing. He was, <laughs> Big Phil was at the, uh, the the corner before. What about there was a Georgie Molnar, I believe. What was there? I've gone past Georgie this week. No, we can't miss Georgie. So we'll, uh, we can't. I was going to say. Nah, that would be sacrilegious. We won't miss him. We'll play Georgie. Here we go. Home from the game. And just walking out of the stadium after the win. And you know what the headlines are going to be. Two... These lose two in a row. Are they grand final contenders or not? Are they pretenders? No one's going to care this anyone. This is true. Well, he's got a chant for the Melbourne. Your Melbourne fans. This is funny. I think Mads or Deeds has a friend that's a Melbourne fan. I forget which one. You've got more seagulls than fans. More seagulls than fans. You've got more seagulls. More seagulls than fans. <laughs> not bad, Georgie. I did uh, have a listen to that one on <laughs> Saturday good. night. It was very good. Um, appreciate Dan Saundo got uh, some voice memos here. We'll get uh, uh, Saundo through. Mads, Diebel, Faithful. What a win. Yes. What a win that was. Yes, Saundo. I, I had a good feeling going into the game. I had a feeling we'd be able to go with them for four quarters, but I didn't think we'd win. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. It just goes to show, with the power of manifestation, oh, huge you never power, know absolutely. what could happen. What a performance. Sam Reed. what a time to pull out that performance. Wow. Considering the opposition, nobody, to apply 10 tackles and kick three goals, phenomenal. He hosted the party tonight, boys. I thought Florence, second half, fantastic. The McCartan brothers, 
always good. Stella. Millsy, nine so tackles good. in the oh. middle. How good was he? What an all-round win. What a day. Up the Swannies. And he's got another little 14-seconder here. And one more thing, boys. Whoa, I will give everything just to be like him. Whoa, I will give everything just to be like him. There's the, the choir voice coming yeah. out for the faithful. No, no. Saundo lives in Sydney and he's he's actually he's a choir boy. I've heard this. Yeah. I've heard this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and not only that, um, you know, that's that's studio quality there. Yeah, that's oh, we've mentioned I've mentioned this before. I'm not, I'm not sure about it. It was on the airwaves or not. But <laughs> his recording equipment. Boy, what's he saying? Yeah, yeah it's, good, it's good. It's good. It's funny. We've just had a bit of a run-in with the audio and I've actually changed mics for the second half of this social seg and... I can see the waves coming here. They're they're coming through uh, nice and clear now. But geez, Saundo's got some good equipment. Oh, he's got some pipes. He's got some pipes too. Some natural equipment. Oh yeah. Hopsy's got on the story, and then it runs into me with the Swannies boys tagging them. Very good. I can't wait to run for you to run through uh, that table. Next one comes from Sammy Johnson. G'day, boys. I'm at True Bloods. Just coming with a really early whack of the week that I've just um, read. Let's hear it. Every week. Win or lose, more so win, the re- round recap that the AFL post is not about how we've done well. Like, for example, it's more about how the Ds need to make changes to handle other teams or without players going out. Not, not the fact to mention that fucking Swans bloody won. Anyway, boys, that's my whack of the week to the Melbourne media. Get up. I don't know yeah. why we're still surprised yeah, by it's this. stock standard, isn't it? Absolutely. Colour me shocked. Yeah. I loved, uh, do you see... Derm's um, celebration at the end of the game. Loved it. Put it on the story. Put it on the story. That was huge. Love that from Derm. That's the that's the content we love. Faithful. It's when you're at the game and you're up and about. It's it's get that type of stuff through. We love that from Derm. We got. Uh, Do we have one from Gowie? No, nah, he's just uh, he was commenting on the on the power of the manifestation. Oh yeah. Oh good. Big power. Big power in it. We we really grew it. The faithful know how strong that power is. They do. There was we've, there was a Vanessa. We've got Vanessa. She's back here. She's given the love hard eyes at me I ha- and Errol. I haven't listened to this one, so I'm excited. Here we go, Mads. Mads and Deebs. Oh, my God. There's almost too much to comment on. Sam Reed didn't come to the party. He bloody hosted it. <laughs> he hosted it. And the brothers McCartan, they bought lobster and caviar in a defensive 50-metre <laughs> fortress that no one could get through. Oflo carried in the oysters Kilpatrick and Logan McDonald delivered the vintage champagne. There's no doubt it was champagne football. Haven't heard that in a while. (laughs) Like that. And there was beautiful Brett Kirk running around and carrying the Bloods culture under his sun visor, keeping everyone's heads up, and Amadi bringing the ball to ground like a rag doll. That Bailey Fritch, it felt like he was putting his cigar down to kick for goal. In his dressing gown, and then amusingly watching himself on the big screen. Ooh, don't like him at all. Anyway, it was so good. So she's got another fifteen seconds here as well. She's earned it. Sorry. What the last thing I just wanted to get in there was: Has Wayne Carey had some work done? Because his eyebrows are always like an exclamation mark. Like, he can't believe what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) A drive-by hit on Duck there. That's good. Love that. Love that. Got one here from Snedge. I bet you guys had a fantastic time at the game tonight. What a ripper. Six footballers. uh, Sam Reed, the best from Callum. And then the other four. So many to choose from. But uh, Logan. 
Paps, Tommy McCartan. I put in uh, also McInerney. <laughs> Errol was a bit stiff. There were so many. It was such a good <laughs> night. And Melbourne got battered. Man, the bloody oath they did. Yeah. Errol, Errol was just huge. I can't understand how, how big his last quarter was. Absolutely massive. There's a lot of feedback about the, the photos here, boys. I've really got to work my way through. Um, You've you become a minor celebrity of Melbourne. I have. Debs, look at the boys. If you weren't already. The boys were like, geez, Deebles, you're doing a good job with that podcast. It's <laughs> just like, let, let me get a photo with you. They listen like, every week, don't they? Like, boys, I was, I was sitting there. I was actually um, taking a, a, a cheeky whiz next to the captain of the club, Ramps. And oh. you know, look over at Ramps. I was like, how are you, mate? You're going well? He's like, Deebles, yep, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not bad, and I said. It's like, oh, yeah, I actually do a, do a podcast. He's like, yeah, I know. He's like, a couple of my mates listen to it. <laughs> So, you know, the, the boys know me by a first name basis yeah, now, yeah. and, you know, that's just how we're roll, rolling with that one. You'll go see him and hang out with him in the yeah, summer, yeah, won't Yeah, they'll, they'll come down. I'll take him down, yeah. down the peninsula or something, take him down there for a nice brewski, uh, Noah. But, uh, you can walk him into electric yourself. Walk him into table. it next time, absolutely. Yeah. It's not what you know, Mads, it's who you know. Yeah, that's good. Um, next one comes from Toby T. This is a classic. Boys, I just wanted to use this as a vehicle to... Um, Look, to apologise to Sam Reed. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the things I've been saying these last 10 years. <laughs> I love you very much. I've, I've bought you some flowers. Uh, I wasn't sure of your colour palette, a mauve or a, a, a turquoise, maybe some crimson. But um, look, I bought you some peonies and, and some tulips. If you could just let me know where to send them and, uh, and tell your detractors to get fucked. <laughs> Good on you, Toes. We love that, mate. We love you. Um, that's about... Oh, no, we've got a, l- a late one here from Will Flanagan. I've got one thing to say, and it's swans for the flag. Yeah, flag swans. Flag that's all we need. Flag swans. That's flag swan. Straight to the point. Now, we might jump over across to the Facebook, boys. Got big Jake Colin Maguire. I'm sure this will be good. Get the ears ready, faithful. <laughs> Volume and expletive warning. <laughs> Shit on acquaintance, go get fucked. Keep shitting on the red and the blue. Jakey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a fucking game, gents. What a fucking game. Sam fucking Reed. <laughs> you fucking beauty. You fucking beauty. You fucking beauty! (laughs) (laughs) Really good from Jakey there. Good as always. Good as always. Next one comes from Big Jeff Smith. Hello, lads. It's Smithy here. Fresh off the back of a few Smithies pale ale. (laughs) land, of course. What a night at the G, the home of football. The Coliseum. And in true Julius Caesar style, the spiteful at the end of that last quarter said, off with their heads. And Paps and Errol, Errol, I would give everything just to be like him. <laughs> they duly executed the demons. Oh, very good. What a win. Oh, my God. What a win. Go, bloods. Yes, Jeff. We love that, mate. We love the contributions. Keep getting them through. We love the engagement from the Ethan Romarily. Is that it? Big Ethan Romilly. 
Romerol. 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 I reckon we've got that right in the past, but made a meal of it then. But we'll get his one through. Big Ethan. Lads, I'm going to put this out there right now. It's 1.41 on Sunday morning. And I just want to say that I think I would go gay for Errol Goulden <laughs> if he came and asked me to go out with him. Wouldn't we all? That man is a freaking legend. His left peg, his left-footed <laughs> kick from 49 out on a very big angle, under pressure, he had a lot of pressure on his shoulders, and he's just gone back and absolutely split the middle. What a fucking legend he is. He has just single-handedly won us that fucking game with that kick. <laughs> God, I love the man. Love you, Errol. <laughs> <laughs> and he's barely legal. <laughs> uh, he was a good fella, good fella, Errol. Uh, who have we got here? Big Daniel. Daniel Burkett. Burkett. G'day, boys. What a win. Um, top three moments from tonight for mine for were Tommy McCutton on the wing with Cozzy. Um, he had so many that was moments massive. tonight, but that was that was special. Uh, Errol from the junction, curling it back. Amazing. And then uh, uh, Papley. Uh, forward craft, mate. Fucking diving down and getting that in the back. That is just... He can't do an interview for shit, but fuck, he knows his stuff when he's up front. That's right, he can't. So good on you, Tommy. Good on your bloods. Uh, and good on you, boys. Love your content. Cheers. Good on you, Daniel. On you, Daniel. Love it, mate. Love it, Danny boy. Next one comes from Joshua Hole. And he can't remember sending this. Can he? No. Hey boys, just a quick little message to the Melbourne media. Shove your ugly ducklings up your fucking ass. The Swannies are coming for the Premiership. Sam Reid is officially invited to every party that I ever had. <laughs> up the Swannies, up the Bloods. <laughs> lids off Let's for the go. Paper. That is lids it really off. is. That yeah. is lids off, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely is. Oh, where's the next one coming from, Mads? I reckon it's coming from Matty Donnelly. Matty Donnelly. Always consistent. Really pushing for a berth on the point. Given the opposition that we played, I'm struggling to think of a game over the last three years where we have put in a more complete performance than that. And I genuinely think with... With the guys like Logan McDonald and Warner and Goulden and the way these, let's call them kids, the way these kids are playing, where we're really setting up for a tilt at, well, fuck, not just this year, but the next, you know, four to five years of, of flags. And I think it's just a really exciting time to be a Swans fan. And, and um, an absolute credit as well goes to the Melbourne-based um, faithful on Saturday night to be louder and outnumber the D's fans was was truly a, a pretty incredible um, scene to be at. Um, and, yeah, good to see you there, Deeble, um, screaming into your phone at the end of the game. Yeah, look, I, I got... Pretty excited there, and I was like, I've got to go on True Bloods Live. Got the live feed going through, giving the live commentaries through to everyone. But, Maddie, 
Bit of a whack for you here, son. If you see me at the game, come up and say hello. It's no good saying you saw me at the game, but you, you didn't shake me hand, all right? <laughs> come on, Matty. Come on, Matty. Bit of a whack for you, Get son. Get to the corner before the game. That's yeah, it. Yeah, correct. Where were you? I think he had the he had the tickets um, for the dinner and stuff before at the, uh, oh, very the good. AFL members. Must be Must nice. Be nice. Must, Absolutely. Must be really nice. Uh, but who got Hilly always sending stuff through. Get us through a voice memo next week, Hilly. Uh, but we'll go with Big Connell. For Healy. Hey, True Bloods Faithful. Um, just wanted to point out a couple of observations that I've made over the last couple of weeks that I think the media might gloss over. Um, As usual. The first is that James Robottom, I think, is becoming much more of a confidence player. I think he's willing to spend more time with the ball and, and creating with it as opposed to just getting raw clearances and bombing it out of the centre. He's still got that bit of mongrel about him with, with his tackling and whatnot, but I think he's really using it well. Um, and that allows Mills to play a bit more of a defensive midfield role, I think. Yep. Um, I think Peter Laddams has, has been excellent these last couple of weeks. Some supporters will still take some convincing, but it's incredible like what he's table. been able to do against you know Nankervis and then Gorn and Jackson in his first year as a swan. I think he's been playing really well. Um, Heaney's clearly playing with something. Uh, might be a confidence issue, but he's gone from one of the best set shots in the league uh, and players in the league uh, to his current form where he's you know, struggling to hit the side of a barn. Um, Hayward has been excellent as the get-out-of-jail kick uh, up the line out of defensive 50. He's plunked a heap of those in the last couple of weeks. And just finally, um, sadly, I think the age of Josh Kennedy as a, as a crucial Sydney midfielder is over. Um, but he's definitely going to coach at the Swans. He's, he's already got the headset on. So thanks, boys. Yeah, I think... Josh Kennedy still could be important come finals time. I think so too. I think yeah, that's. I'm a romantic like that, Dave. Yeah, but I hope so. He, Absolutely. He, there's not many times where Josh Kennedy has let the Swans down. I can't think of one time. If he's fresh and hungry when he's ready to go. If he if he's ready to go, he'll play. There, there's no doubt. If he's training. <laughs> if he's training, Deeps, he's playing. There you go. There you go. He's learning, man. He's learning very quickly. <laughs> Uh, we got, um, we got. Well, look, before we do that, yeah. I'll just read out the social question because we've got one from uh, Eddie Ring responding to that, I think. Yeah, we got one here from Lowie too. What did you guys think of Heaney's drop step going inside 50? Um, when so I first good. saw it, I audibly moaned. <laughs> and then when they showed it on the replay, I almost jizzed in my pants. Hashtag no homo. Hashtag pride month. Um, that was absolute golden. Probably the highlight of the match for me. Thanks, oh, boys. So talented. So talented. So good. Yeah, going back to the, the, the previous, um, we, we sort of glossed over that a little bit. Yeah, Haynes, he's, he's basically doing what he's done sort of in the, in the past couple of years. It's like not quite going to where we thought he would go to, but... Very much more than serviceable. I had this conversation with someone today. He's only 26, right? Yeah. People people develop at different rates. Yeah. And I think we, we know the potential is there. Yeah. It'll come. It'll come. It's just it, like anything. It, to be a consistently good footballer, or see, where we think the level is for Heaney, is bloody hard to do. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, is it like the... You know, the, he, we spoke about it a bit last week and, you know, I can't remember who it was, just brought it up. Um, carrying something. Now, if it's something, say, in I the hand. I don't think so. He, well, he's, he's moving been, too well. 
He's moving too well. Yeah, but if it's something in the hand, like yeah. that could really affect the kicking. I don't uh, know. It's, I, it's a conspiracy I, I'm, theory. I'm not talking about he's kicking for goal. That's that's happens from time to time. It does, yeah. It's They're, more just hunting the footy. Hunting the you footy, know. getting a lot of impact in the game like mm. it was in those first five weeks. That's not that's not happening at the moment. Yeah. But that's right. We've got Hopsy coming through right now. That's faithful. It's Hopsy. Back again for my whack. Oh, my boy. Whack. Oh, boy, was I excited on the weekend. But I tell you what, one thing that really annoyed me was coming out of defence and just bombing up the wing to the big Max Gorn. I mean, that's not on. We're better than that. Like, I didn't know they could stack shit that high. But God <laughs> darn it, he killed us. All right, guys, bring it on. Bring on Port Adelaide. I am up and about. I don't know, when Gorney gets like that, I don't think anything would stop him. He's just in, in one of those moods. You saw yeah. it in, in the prelim against Geelong. It's just like, you know, he gets on a run, it, it just happens. The good players can do it. Yeah, Good players can do it. We've got Scalesy here. Oh, Scalesy. Boys, faithful. Got the voice back, just got some thoughts on the game. Love Sammy Reed's 10 tackles, just love that pressure. Love the McCartans, those intercept marks. Just Laddams getting around the ground, making the right contest. And how good is the Bunyip, Plumber, Papley, those celebrations. I love getting that finger up, sticking it up him. <laughs> so good. And what about six wins from our last eight times at the G? The AFL are absolutely screwing us, not letting us play there more often. And also, love and Lance Franklin. Let's move him to the wing. High half forward. Free out the forward line, get that dynamic work going with uh, Logan. Yeah, will be spoken about for sure. We've got Tommy T-Horse, one of the last ones. Sutton. All right, lads, getting this one in kind of late. Uh, I thought it was a very good game on the weekend. A bit sick of the rhetoric that it was basically no May, no Melbourne. Had nothing to do with the Swannies playing well. But uh, Sam Reid turned up to the fucking party about time. I think uh, Marty <laughs> turned up to the party as well, just affecting the contest. You know, only had a couple of disposals, but mm. I thought he looked pretty shit hot. Uh, obviously, Papley was pretty good. Um, Isaac Heaney, boys, what do we reckon? Just a little bereft of confidence or, like, what's going on? Like, we've got to get something going in his game. Like, you don't drop a man like him into the twos, but I don't know. We've got to find something. Uh, a bit harsh. Hopefully bit they harsh. enjoy the buy and they fucking get us rested and back at it after that. Up the Swannies. Yeah, he's a, it's, it's not as if there's no output whatsoever from him. Yeah. He's no, still no. affecting the game. You know, he, he's critical. effective when he, he gets critical it. He was critical in that final yeah, quarter. massive. It's so. just compared to his own standards. We yeah. know he can play better. That's yeah. what we want. That's that's the thing. The standard, the bar is set so high for yeah. him, Noah. It is, yeah. He's got a lot to work for each week. Now, yeah. Mads, you just want to grab um, the social yeah, question sure. there. Yeah, sure. It's been bumper so far, mate. 26 minutes of voice notes. The, the faithful are really jumping on board. It's uh, it's a lot, and we love it. We, we do. absolutely bloody love it. This is what I said today. I said, ask hashtag Ask the Faithful. We've always known we're a little bit more unpredictable inside 50 when Buddy isn't playing, but he is the goat after all. So we reckon he might, Deeble, just might be able to sneak back into the side. Put yourself into the coach's box. How would you structure up the forward line for the rest of the season? How do you get the best out of our tools? Best answers will be featured on tonight's bumper. 
potty. Which it has been absolutely bumper mads. And that's a great question from you, mate. I love it when you you put your creative mind to work, <laughs> mate. You know, the creative blood work here at yeah, True Blood HQ. And I absolutely love it, mate. We've got Matty Farrow with a bit of a voice note um, in response to that. Hey, boys. Uh, tough Bazza. one for the social question this week. Um, I don't know how we're going to fit all our tools in with Logan, Sam Reed, Buddy, uh, Laddams and Hickey. Uh, I think someone has to go, um, and I don't know how you drop either Sam or uh, Logan after last week. They're both pretty, pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think one of them has to go. Probably Reed just for prog- progression of uh, Logan's sake. He just needs more games. We can't like he's the future. We got to get games into him now. Um, as far as the rest of the team, I mean, I like Buddy up the ground. I think he's a great field kick and. If you can get get in his hands, it'd be great. But then having him and Papley inside the forward line, like they just they feed off each other so well. They there's probably the best, you know, big forward and small forward combo in the league when they're up and firing. So um, I don't really know. I don't have an answer. But um, yeah, I think one of the tolls will have to go. Um, we'll see. Uh, yeah, cheers, boys. Good luck and uh, up the Swannies. Yeah, there's no doubt someone will go. It's, yeah, but uh, you, you can't, can't play all of you them. You cannot drop Logan McDonald. You just no, can't. No, you Lo- can't. Logan doesn't get dropped. Uh, see, I, I think we may just be going back to the one ruck sort of. Yeah. He, I think Hickey might play a game in the twos. He's had two weeks off with a toe. Mm. He might go in the twos. That gives Laddams another week. You know, if Laddams really performs, then he probably holds. And yeah. then, um, you know. Hickey stays down in the twos. Well, he's the only one. Laddams at the moment is the only one can be who can be dropped, and he would be so stiff to be dropped for mine. For yours. For yours. <laughs> and um, But moving Buddy up onto the wing, does that free up the forward line a little bit, maybe? It does, but, you know, someone else has got to go. Really. Someone else has got It's got to be someone. It's hard, right? isn't it? What, After yeah, a you, bloody big win. Are you dropping Juzzy? Are you dropping... Oflow. Yeah, you're not you're dropping not. those guys, man. It's, um, it's a really good good problem to have is, you know, all these players, you know, sort of winning their spot. But, you know, it's probably Sam Reid that it makes way. You know, if he is, this is the thing. And if he puts in an average performance, he probably goes out. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? he hasn't got enough in the bank. Exactly right. Yeah, you bank these points, but boys, have you got any uh, comments there that you're going with yeah, the got, faithful of uh, reply to? Got Nathan John. I'd play Buddy in the midfield. Look at the havoc he caused at Hawthorne when they played him closer to the centre. From memory, we did this rounds two uh, in 2017, 2018. Don't at me if I've got this wrong. Let the small forwards cause problems in deep forward and have Reed near the top of the circle. See, a lot of people have said this. I wouldn't go so far as to play in the midfield. I'm talking a high half forward role. Yeah, absolutely. Off the flank. Hitting hitting up, man. Yeah. He's unbelievable on the lead. He's still got that um, but he can be the that real ex- acceler- yeah. acceleration. He's still got that. His first five, 10, meter, 10 meters, he's really good, and he hasn't lost that step. So let's get him up the ground and use his field kick. We've been saying it for years, years. now, Mads. Yes. Yes, and Absolutely. I think that really solves this problem of, you know, our tools are playing well. You know, you've got to feel for Hayden McLean back in the twos. You know, he, he's Very probably, hard. you know, a, a, a bit, bit bit of a way back now. Um, no, but, have you got one on the Insta? 
Um, not that you got anyone any at the moment. Uh, I haven't got one yet. Yeah, still having a squeeze. I'll go yeah. with Matty Watson. He goes with Armadi out, Buddy in. Love the look of Reed and Logan up forward. Logan being the deeper in the forward line and Reed being the tall target down the line. Have Bud roaming around high and make use of his elite kicking um, for forward entries. We all know when Bud gets the ball between 50 and 70 metres from goal, something good is going to happen. It's true. Noah, you yeah. got one there? No, I do have one now. Chris Johnson we've got on the gram. Uh, get him up on the wing, Richo style, circa two thousand and eight, and we've spoken about that. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, and it's, he rejuvenated his career. Absolutely, I think that he did. He compete for a brown like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was up there. He went happened, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, I, I mean, it's, it is crazy to think that it could happen. But he's what thirty four, thirty five. Um, he's he's old, but he's such a great field kick. If Horse and Company get the the right logistics around it, getting him the right breaks, mm. he could really be damaging on the wing. Yeah. Damaging. Uh, I've got Alex Kinnaird. Play Buddy as a high half forward, kicking to people rather than to goals so much and have Reed and Logan play as they were. Our problem will be uh, what to do if Hickey is fit as well. Who would swap for him as Amadi will come out for Bud? Still a bit stiff, though. He played his role. I'd also love to see Heaney really dominate a game like he was in the first month. Yeah, nice. And I'll just go with Lowey. I really like what he said. He said, for mine, boys, for, for yours, yours Lowey. Got to play Buddy on the wing or as a high as the highest forward. Having him and Goulden delivering the ball inside 50 would be a dream. Yeah, it's yeah, true. It's bang yeah. on. But I think the general consensus, and Mads, no shit. We have been saying this for two and a half yeah. years. Yep. Is get him up the ground, lead up forward. He's the one delivering it inside 50. And I think that re- seriously now with Reed playing a game like that and having Logan in form, it solves the problem of having too many tools. It literally solves it. Yep. I, I have never, I reckon he'd be in the top five field kicks I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, no shit. That's Absolutely. not even any Cupie. No, no Cupie mayo. No, there is no mayo on that. There is no Cupie mayo on that. <laughs> Not at all, mate. It's pure, speaking pure facts. Absolutely. Facts. Pure don't, facts. Don't you think? Oh, he does some of the best stuff. Like, even, um, you know, score assists. You know, he's getting it to teammates, feeding but it to the forward well-weighted line. kicks. Oh, absolutely. You know, he can pick someone out. He can kick it between two. It's just so good. Delicate on the hands. It is, boys. Well, that's been a bumper social seg. We've gone 33 minutes. It's 9 o'clock here on Tuesday. We've gone half an hour hour over, and uh, we've got no one coming in after us. So so we'll be here till 11. We'll be here till 11. (laughs) But, boys, we're going to be back after this with a bit of who wears, who wore true bloods. It's It's a little game that we'll explain when we come back from the break. Debs, where do you get your podcast from? Mads, personally, I am an Apple Podcast, man. Well, you know, Deeps, you can actually get True Bloods from Spotify. Spotify, we love some Spotify. Google Podcasts. And all good. And Apple Podcasts as well. Probably the biggest, Deeps. Exactly right. But also, if you go on those now, you can actually look at our back catalogue. We've got player interviews from Alex Johnson, Ted Richards, Callum Sinclair, and there's just a whole barrel of gags, really, Deeps. Absolutely, Mads. It is just high-quality stuff. Welcome, Back to True Bloods. Now, boys, we're going to... Th- bit of throwback here. We're going to delve in. Noah's a bit young. I don't know, I don't know if you'd remember this. Yeah, look, I... I You'd be wrong. You'd be absolutely <laughs> wrong. 
So, boys, we're going to go back and play a little game that you, we love to play with your mates. You know, when you just, you know, you got the mates around for a barbecue and you're out the back and you're just, you know, having a couple of cheeky couple, beers. A few coffees. Out the back. And you just, you just play a little bit of Who Wears. Who, who wore, wore True Bloods. And now, Noah, I know you're a big fan of this game, mate. I am fucking pumped. Let's he, go. He, he's really pumped himself <laughs> up for this. As he, a fan, he, I've um, waited for this for so long. He has. This is your moment in the sun. This is where you announce yourself to the faithful and you say, look, faithful, I, I might be here to stay. He did um, He did leave uh, the, the studio last night. He messaged us. He goes, fuck, forgot to mention what. Who wears who wore? Oh, yeah, okay. last week. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you can't All miss right. the opportunity right. two weeks in a row. So Pumped. All right, boys, so the first one, who wears... Sorry, no, I should explain how the game is played for as new well listeners. To, to the new listeners because we've got a few of them on board. So when we say who wears who wears, that is the current player who plays for the Swannies. Correct. And if we say who wears who wore, it's a... Past player. A past, past player, player. Absolutely. in the past, which couldn't be multiple, so you might... You know, you might say one, and that could be incorrect, and there's multiple answers. It's up that it to could be. it's up to Dable. It will be myself versus Noah. Correct. Best of five. So, real bumper we're, episode we're here. Really Absolutely. milking it this <laughs> week. <can't we? laughs> All righty. So here we go. Who wears? Who wears? Number one. Chabal. No, no you got to do your buzzer oh, first, do you? Noah. So oh, sorry. Oh, Far out. Jesus, I'm going to have to pick another one now. Oh. We'll, we'll see. We're, we've got. We didn't explain the buzzer bit. I'd forgotten that. Yeah. So the names first. So. Yep. All right. We'll go with the buzzer. Yeah. All righty. So who wears? Who wears? Number three. Mads. Dill Stevens. Quick. Ooh, That's Mad- quick. Who wears? Who wore number three for this? Mads. Yeah. Jared McCoy. Oh I was no. Oh, not, not what you're thinking of. No. Oh. Correct, but yeah. <laughs> Correct, but no. What are you thinking of? Um. Jeez. This is sort of... Can you give us an era? Yeah, it's 90s. Yep. 90s. Cool. Yeah. Oh, Mads. Yeah. Dale Lewis. Yeah, Dale Lewis. Oh, far out. Bang. I was Big watching one. a 96 that, game the other see, day. Yeah, I actually, I, I thought about this and I was like, oh, Noah's probably going to be bang on from the start. So I'll, I'll move that one towards Mads a little yeah. bit, but he's taken the early lead. Now, Dale Lewis dominated that round three clash versus Collingwood <laughs> in 1996. <laughs> I watched it the other day and I've choked. I've choked in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, boys. Who so one nil, Mads? Yep. Mm. That's, How a, it should that's be. a big lead. <laughs> big lead. Who wears? Who wears? Number fourteen. Nice. Mads. Noah. Yeah, give it to Noah. Callum Mills. Millsy. The roller. The Rolls Royce. The skipper of the club, Mads. Mm. Which is good to know. Good isn't to it? know. <laughs> <laughs> who wears? Who wore number fourteen? Nice. Mads. <laughs> I'll go with Mads. Bob Skilton. No. Ooh. Paul Kelly. No. Oh! Craig Bird. Yes! Oh! <laughs> I've not been outdone by Craig Bird! Craig Boyd. Oh. Craig he was, Boyd. He was better than people remember him. Serviceable. Really serviceable. Fair enough. So that's 2-0 Mads now, Noah. Yeah, you've got to get on the board here, mate. Really oh. important. Really important. Who wears... Who wears... Number... 19. Noz. Peter Laddams. Laddams. Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete. Nice. (laughs) Who wears who wore number 19? Mads. Mickey O. No. Yes, but no. 
It's, a, it's an interesting Nos. one. Matthew Ling. No. <laughs> Obscure VFL one for you. Um, era? 2000s. Oh. Who wore it in the 05? Was. Uh, hold up. That, that was a big Mickey O earlier than oh, later. Mads. Tim Schmidt. No. Was traded to the club. <laughs> Mickey O was 19, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 So it has to be post Mickey O, which is what, yeah. 2008, 9. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's a, yeah. weird, it's a yeah. weird period it is. where we were sort of there, sort of not. Yeah. There were a lot of... Mr. Um, Finals into There were a lot of uh, sort of vagrant players that came yeah. through. Um, came from a... Won, a, won some premierships with another club. Oh. Ooh. Be 2010. We got probably this will give it away. So be quick. And I need a name. Uh, mm-hmm. Your buzzer. Oh, Noz. Yeah. This is a guess. I don't know if Bradshaw was it. Bradshaw. Nah. Daniel. Oh! Yes! He's oh! on the board. He's on the board. I was going to say he was most yeah. well known for, for a, a torpedo. Yeah. Absolutely. That would yeah. give it away. Swan's legend, yeah. Daniel Bradshaw. So two one. That's good. That is good That's for the game. Massive, <laughs> That's a good get. Good guess. All right, boys. Who wears, who wears number 30? Mads. Oh. Tom McCartan. Oh. Tommy Mack. <laughs> Too quick. You didn't, no, didn't even listen to that. <laughs> you just got Mads. <laughs> who wears, who wore number 30? Mads. Jared Moore. No. Yes, but no. Oh, I don't even think he was 30. Noz. LRT? LRT. Bang. Bang. That's an even up. Woo! So what That's happens there? Back in the bang. Two to one. Tiebreak. Tiebreaker. No, it's two. It's, it's two, two all, one. It? It's two one. Yeah, right. But he got the first part, you got the second yeah, part. Yeah, right. Not too sure. what. I think that's how it actually used to... They both used to get a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we've actually done it. We're playing a hybrid, We're playing hybrid, a hybrid version. version. So yeah. it's, you, you take the whole thing. So yep. got a couple more here for you boys now. Head in the game, Mads. That's right. Beck, he'll be home soon. We're playing who wears who wore, right? Just relax. Let's he'll go. He'll be home soon. Hell yeah. All righty. Who wears who wears number... 32. Noz. James Bell. Belly. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah, that's, a, that's a friend of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> friend of... <laughs> Close friend. <laughs> Close friend of the podcast. Noah, Noah loves him because he's a VFL star. Yeah. yeah he's not so much a star. <laughs> <laughs> he's solid in the VFL. Just yeah. well acquainted with him. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Who wears who wore number 32? That's Eamon Buchanan. Uh, no, but... He definitely wore 32. Yep. Yes, but no. Not who he's thinking of. Mads, did Lewis Jetta wear it? Yes. Oh, shit, of course it's Jetta. <laughs> it's another even. Woo! It's another oh. evener. So it's a, a nil, nil all result. I'm going to have to get another one. I've got one oh, more here. God, here we go. Who wears, who wears, number 21? No, it's Errol Gordon. Yes. Who wears, who wore, number 21? Mads. Oh, no. Leo Barry. Oh, it's another oh. even other boys. Quite a good one as well. I was going to go with Tony Morwood. The, the boy yeah. not in early, early 80s. That's, He's that's, a shit. He's unreal to watch. The boy, that's vintage. Yeah. The boys are playing clutch, <laughs> bloody footy here. Clutch footy. It's Errol Gordon all over in Who Wears Who Wore. The boys have been good. All right, boys. You bees have been sensational. Now, this is get, could be Who Wears or Who Wore. Oh. Winner takes all. With this. This is massive. This yeah, is massive. Absolutely. It's a dead set massive moment. Who wears who wore <gasps> number 24? Mads. No. Jude Bolton. Oh. Yeah. 
Oh, I had it too. <laughs> He's taking oh, it. Oh, bugger. He's no, yeah. no, I, see, I, I was I was thinking, do I let him win? No, 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 no. You're a big not. boy. You're a big yeah, boy. I can take it. That was oh, good, Dad. That was classic. It's a good sesh. Yeah, it was absolutely good. Um, always good to bring back the old faithful game, but now, lads. Hold on. Where are we? Where are we at? Where are we at? We're at the bye, boys. Yeah, important to talk about, actually. We're at the yeah. bye. Yeah. There's been some highs. The Melbourne win. The Richmond win. Um, the start win. of the, the Geelong win, the Buddy's thousandth. God, we've had a big year, Deeps. Huge Massive. year, mate. Really good. But there's been a lack of consistency, letting letting sides get the jump on us. That's going to be the difference, Noah. Absolutely. If Back you end tidy of the that up, if you tidy that up, there's no problem. Yeah, there's no issue. And I'll tell you what, boys, being eight and four and only being in sixth, like in previous years, you're probably sitting top four. With, yep. at eight and four, that, it's a tight it's, competition. It's tight at the top, um, so it's really important to keep winning. That's that's so important. But you're right, Matt. So that's the one flaw, and we spoke about it last week. And we didn't, I don't, didn't think our first quarter was too bad on the weekend. As we said, we sort of competed in that first quarter, but the lapses in concentration, where we go missing for whole quarters and can't stem momentum, that is going to be the difference to us going to the next level in the back end of the season. It, it 100% is. Yep. And if we have a look And you at... know what's so good about saying that, Mads, is there's a clear answer there. It's like, what do we need to fix? It is this. Yep. Yeah, like, it, it, it's Not too many clubs can say that. Yep. It's it's really good from our point of view to, to have that, whether the coaching staff, they are, they, they know that. These horses spoken about it in presses. Guaranteed. 100%. It's um it's so good to know where the issue with. And I, I feel, I've got, we're building. Yeah, we're building. It hasn't been linear this year, but I tell you what, it, the last two weeks have had a really good feel about it. Yeah. Really yeah. good feel. On our day, we can beat anyone. I am so sure of that. We've got Port Adelaide in Adelaide. Now yep. that's a that's a tough game no matter tough where game. how you slice it. Yep. That's a tough game. Then you've got St Kilda who are up and about. That's at the SCG. Then you've got Essendon at the MCG. You pencil it you, in. You wanna win all three. Yeah. Absolutely. Hundred percent. You gotta wanna win all three. Mate, you gotta keep winning. You can't afford to drop games like yeah we're probably going to lose a couple in the back end but this is where we can go bang we're we're a top four team our best is top four i can tell you that easily easily well our best we can beat. our best is the best we can beat. we've brisbane. been saying that for years we could have beaten brisbane yeah went oh, missing for a quarter yeah that's 100%. all all that happened it's yep. just it's tough when you know like geez we all felt so flat when we lose to gold coast yep. like i know they've got something on us yeah and they, they've beaten some decent sides as well they beat frio didn't they but it it doesn't matter. It hurts when you lose a game like that. But that's it's kind of the difference between that's how you go to being a great team. You don't drop those games. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's hard to like we we need to clean that up. And if we can, like we're knocking off the top team who were on what a seventeen game winning streak until a couple. It's weeks huge. Ago. Yeah, it's unreal. The, the, the magnitude of that victory. Yeah. I, you, you can't even describe how important it is. Yeah, for we've taken club. one that we weren't supposed to. That, you know, it's another eight-point game, basically. Yeah. That's, that's two in a row. 
Yeah, huge it's force. massive. It's massive. Huge for us. But boys, I got to wrap us up there. We got to get home. The girlfriends are on the phones here, boys. Like I'm the single bachelor living here, and these boys are under the pump. There, come on, Deebles, wrap it up, wrap it up. I got to get home. But um, lads, you've been great tonight. But this has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. And as we end every potty, speaking words of wisdom up the Swatties. Swatties.